Hello everyone, welcome back to Plotlines. I'm your host Connor, and today before we start our episode, a quick word from our affiliate partner, Bishop Sheen Rosaries. Help our podcast while also supporting Bishop Sheen Rosaries reach their goal of 1 million rosaries. Purchasing a rosary today helps support their mission and support us here at Plotlines. Use the link below to take you to sheenrosaries.com and be sure to use the code PLOTLINES10. Today we are going to be talking about the second season of The Mandalorian. I know and I'd like to apologize to anyone who's been missing out on the podcast and the episodes. Uh, it's been a long, uh, well first, it was a long m- month I believe it's going from like, going from November into December and then with Christmas and the and New Year's and sort of vacation time I haven't been uh, been sort of up to doing as many episodes or any episodes but I but fear not I plan to do a, a lot more episodes as we come up in the next week or two and uh, so on. Hopefully, I'll be able to make it as consistent as possible again, and maybe we'll we'll get we'll get through to a lot more different types of sort of episodes, more history, more uh, more stories, maybe more religious content in the uh, in the in Catholic basics. But today. As I said, The Mandalorian season two, and sort of my thoughts about my overall thoughts about how it fits into Star Wars as a whole, and where we might see things go, and just kind of like uh, whether I feel like the show is staying as something that is worthy of watching and is you know, is going to be continuously something to look forward to. And to start off, I think it's important that everyone knows that these, this is obviously spoilers will, uh, will come forth. Uh, it's been a, it's been a a couple months. I think it's been a month or so. Yeah. I've been a month since it came out. The last episode came out. So, people should be have already watched it if they intend to watch it but i do recommend everyone go watch the mandalorian hopefully you all have disney plus or have access to it but anyway so we kick off the season very much sort of in mandalorian fashion where he has a lot of small jobs or small in you know small things that he's going through that he's trying to figure out uh sort of where to bring the child and you know where the child's home is actually and how to bring him to the Jedi which I really had no expectation for what that really meant I did not understand how like how the Mandalorian would answer the question of where the Jedi are and what does that look like and 
will we ever get to see a Jedi? I thought, you know, this, you know, it's unlikely. I thought it was more likely that we'd, you know, that, I don't know, something else would happen. I really did not believe that we'd see, as we did in the final episode, a, a version of Luke Skywalker who was impressive and, you know, very powerful and really, I think, to all the people that were unhappy with The Last Jedi, what shows Luke Skywalker as everyone sort of thinks of him and, you know, believes him to be this this powerful Jedi and, uh, you know, strong-willed and, you know, good of heart and, you know, more or less your standard hero that you can count on. And he, you know, he has his own interesting, you know, connection is he has his own sort of hallway scene that, you know, similarly his father, Darth Vader, when he was, you know, when Darth, when he was Darth, when Anakin Skywalker was Darth Vader, he had a hallway scene in the, the, probably the best Star Wars movie, uh, Disney created, which was Rogue One. Under Rogue One, Vader cuts through a a ship full of rebel troopers. And in this case, Luke cuts through an army of sort of, or a unit of, or a company of dark troopers. These impressive, you know, sort of, these droid armor that used to be sort of, used with other people but anyway so it's sort of that interesting connection that you know this story really brings into sort of connections with such a wider universe and the introduction of the mandalorians and or the mandalorian clans i should say like more in depth the mandalorians that we had seen in star wars the clone wars and star wars rebels I think it's interesting that they were able to pull stuff like that together and Bo-Katan in the flesh was quite was quite impressive. Uh I not sure if the actress is what I would call the best, you know, she's not the best actress, but she does her job well. I mean, she does stern, you know, like battle-hardened, aggressive Mandalorian well since she's had practice voicing her, the character, but you know, seeing her in the flesh is a lot different. Though she, though she looks a, very much, you know, like the actual animated character, which is really wonderful. And uh, and she does a great job. And then uh, I think it's Tom something Morrison. I can't Tomara Tomara or something Morrison. I'm butchering his first name comes back as Boba Fett and he does an incredible job and you know there are some weaker moments in the Mandalorian story wise but overall the heart is there I never thought that really a relationship between uh, this child named who we learn his name is Grogu and this you know a uh, quiet less than uh what's the word, less than comforting or less than talkative Mandalorian, uh, you know, grew in 
you know, a loving relationship in a sense. I mean, a very father and son relationship, which was, you know, it, it's really nice to see on TV because, or on, you know, in anything because fathers are so denigrated these days and, you know, men in general have a lot of, you know, degradation, you know, used upon them in storytelling because they tend to be the problem. You know, it's not to say that, you know, I don't know, all all people are being, are mostly degraded these days on TV, but but there's something wrong with the man and so, something wrong with the father. And the father has to make up for something he has done, you know, horribly wrong or something or is, you know, just a failure or, you know, something or other. But this man, the Mandalorian sort of represents this adoptive father and, you know, he's taking care of, you know, Grogu and he is, you know, he is bringing him along, but also to, you know, basically sacrifice his own relationship with him, with Grogu, to bring him to the Jedi to start to do to participate in training and stuff like that. So, in the sort of efforts of protection and efforts that the Mandalorian goes through, he's also trying to basically give up his son. In a sense, he's he's giving his very much. I was reading recently um, a a story about this saint, or I guess blessed. Um, his name is Blessed Herman. He was in, he was born, I believe, in the 1100s. Uh, he was born to a count and a countess, and, uh, he was, he was, uh, deformed. He was, uh, there, they, people argue about what his, you know, sort of, syndrome or what his uh what his body would classify as regarding sort of what his uh, impairments were but he you know what needed to be wheeled around he could he couldn't talk i believe in the very beginning and you know it took a lot and but he created such marvelous things and his anyways he was dropped off at a monastery at the age of seven, not because his parents didn't love him or anything like that, but because they didn't know how to care for him. And the monks took care of him. And it's interesting to note that, you know, there's very much in this Mandalorian showing how much society really doesn't care, for the most part, about children. I really, you know, there's, there, you know, the Empire and, uh, you know, sort of the bad guys of the story and most of the galaxy really doesn't care about this this child but but this man, but the mandalorian his heart is his heartstrings are pulled in the first season when he's questioning whether or not he should you know when he leaves the child with the empire to be tested on which you know goes you know calls back to you know a lot of nazi stuff and you know their treatment of you know different people uh different peoples but but anyway so it's sort of this call back to society to value children and to value babies in a way that is 
you know, oftentimes, you know, babies that are different or babies that are, you know, deformed or thrown away. And I think this show is really, an, you know, a really interesting showing of how you can bring to life a, you know, a more hearty and more, I guess, sort of relatable story in a galaxy far, far away and really bring every bring everyone deep into this sort of this fatherly love and you know this love for this child who is a puppet which is really interesting but other than that it's you know it's just it's very deep in that sense and it also gives a lot of action and a lot of adventure that is you know required almost in today's you know stories but for the most part, it does it very well. And, you know, it's very entertaining to see something like the Mandalorians, you know, you know, sort of constantly, you know, in um, previous things, there has always been this sort of um, need for them to be on the sort of outsides of the stories instead of, you know, the main event. And it's definitely very interesting to note that you know they're they're the focus of the show obviously the mandalorian is the name of the show but it's just you know something to be stated about how that you know how it really gives them the focus but it's also it's good to know and i'm not going to go fully into everything and i want to you know i'll probably do videos and i'd love to i'm gonna hopefully talk to one of my friends who also watch the show and maybe we'll do a full you know episode on the whole season and stuff like that and maybe a couple episodes or you know we'll discuss whatever however much it you know takes and we'll see if we you know need more episodes or whatever but but uh the mandalorian show is really starting off a new set of shows for for uh star wars and it's being run by the same people. All these shows are pretty much being run by, you know, John Favreau and Dave Filoni, who are great storytellers and much better than the poor examples of storytelling that was used in the new in the sequel trilogy. In my opinion, you know, more sort of fo more focused, more. Um, sort of set up more detail in their preparation and more heart and that's the mo and that comes down to be most likely the most important factor as well as you know good writing and good acting but it's very interesting to note the future is that you know there's a new Ahsoka show that is coming out it's a limited series i believe and you know ahsoka was brought into the first time live action in the mandalorian which was in, which was wonderful to see i'm not so sure if i exactly like rosario Dars dawson as ahsoka i would have maybe preferred the lady that voices ahsoka in the in the tv shows or in the you know in the animated shows so I, i'm not entirely sure how i feel about that but We'll see how well it goes. And then they're also doing a new Boba Fett series. So, you know, Boba Fett kind of plays along in the whole series and, you know, this season. 
but you know he's now taking over the you know hut clan or or at least the uh job of the huts crime syndicate so we'll see we'll see how that goes and then uh there's another one i think it's uh new republic commandos which might have to do with Kara dune the the uh, shock trooper in the uh mandalorian or it could just be in the same universe and same sort of story lineup but not not as closely associated but we shall see and i look forward to uh sort of getting to know the new uh the new characters and to see this universe you know become more full or or become more full and you know we'll see where they're leading us there's it's supposed to turn into sort of an event thing where all of the shows come together for one big storyline and you know there's thought about it being admiral thrawn as being the big bad and it's very much like the marvel cinematic universe so we have a lot to look forward to and i would say if you're if you were on the fence about watching the mandalorian season two and you've come to listen to this anyways even after i you know said you should go watch it you know i believe you should i believe again that anybody should go anybody who hasn't should go watch it and come and come back for more content afterwards so thank you for listening everyone i hopefully will have more content next week and have a blessed day or night or morning or what have you where whenever you're listening peace